Salutations and shit, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of your favorite travel podcast, Travel and Shit, where I, your host, D. Carrie, have an experiential conversation about the nuanced ways that travel intersects with regular life. This week, diving right in, we just got back from Mexico. Congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Mark Severino. Round of applause, round of applause. They were actually my guests for episode 233, Destination Weddings, Planning and Attending. Um, So definitely um, check out the link in the description box below. In that episode, they were talking about what they were thinking, what their thought process was in planning and arranging for their destination wedding. And I, of course, gave my two cents as someone who was going to be a guest at said wedding. Um, so that was a really fun episode to record. And the beautiful couple had the most beautiful wedding. Um, they got married in Playa del Carmen in Mexico. And I, they, I mean, guys, the, chef's kiss 10 out of 10. I had an incredible fucking time. So, um, I I can't start without saying how beautiful the wedding was. Like I got to start there. Nicole baby. First of all, Nicole never misses with the fits. Like she is always so well-dressed, always so jiggy. Um, so is Mark. Like they're both really well fucking dressed. So I was expecting nothing less than gorgeous opulence. And when I tell you the details, their outfits were so fucking gorgeous, baby, Nicole, that reception dress. Yes. Yes. And shout out to keeping them heels on all night. I see you proud of you. Couldn't be me, but I, I revel in your strength. Um, so beautiful fucking wedding. Uh, let's dive into a quick overview for the trip. We flew American. Um, not really sure I am going to do that again without it saving me tons of money. My singular pet peeve is that they do not list the boarding time for the flight. It just tells you the departure time. I, I that does not sit well with my spirit. I don't, I, I know what time the plane is supposed to leave because that's how I booked the flight. I want to know when that bitch starts boarding because I need to plan my arrival around that time. So them not providing that information through the app or through any point of access that I personally could find. Um, And that's something I don't think I should have to look for. That is something that you should be readily advising me of. Um, Couldn't find it. And that did not sit well with me at all. Not a fan. Did not enjoy that at all. So um, that alone right there is enough for me personally not to want to book with them again. Um, There was also probably the rowdiest flight I've ever been on. They were... um, The the Karens were carrying against themselves. It it, it would sound, um, I'm very good at minding my business. And if it has nothing to do with me and mine, um, my personal safety included, y'all do what you want to do. I don't give a fuck. Um, just don't make it so that now it becomes my problem. We were actually just watching, um, shout out to organized crime. I big fan law and order. 
And one of the things that Elliot was saying to, I cannot remember, um, I think his name is Rick Gonzalez in real life. I cannot remember what his character's name is, but he was telling Elliot, that's none of your business. And Elliot was like, well, then stop making it my business. I don't care what's not my business until you make it my business. And that's what was going on on that plane. They was yelling back and forth at each other behind us. And um, personally, I've never experienced um, ghetto-ness like that. Um, but um, them white girls were, um, <laughs> they were getting in each other's faces, it sounded like. And um yeah, good times. Shout out to the young lady who uh, crept back from the bathroom and was like, you know, I really don't like spreading rumors because I don't really know what happened, but I heard something about, you know, racism because I think one of the kids wasn't white. All I remember was one girl saying, I'm Turkish. Oh, I'm racist. So yeah, um, I'm good on American. Leave me on a jet blue or Delta flight. Uh, back to what I'm used to. Uh, food. So we ate at Los Aguachiles multiple times. So fucking good. We also ate at a um, Los Aguachiles the first time we went there. We went to a different location this time. However, this location we did visit frequently. I think we were there like two or three times. Um, very good. They serve... I got to say, I don't really want to say what all they serve, but their bread and butter, if you will, the agua chile is actually um, like on, it's not a, it's like a hard shell taco, like a flat taco, like a tortilla, I guess. And, but it's like a, it's hard shell. You can do corn, you can do flour and it's not, it's like a tapas kind of food and it's kind of ceviche, but different types, if that makes sense. Like you have some that were shrimp, uh, avocado, cucumber. The shit was so good guys. Um, 10 out of 10, highly recommend service was great. Um, great food enjoyed there. Um, then we also went to Ilios. Ilios is one of the more high-end restaurants that we visited while we were there. Los Aguachiles is mad chill, not high-end at all, giving one or two dollar signs on the menu. Food and service, though, however, very top tier, top tier. So it's just that there, it's more of a chain. There are more of them, and it's you show up in half a bathing suit and not. I don't mean half a bathing suit, like you're naked, but like you can show up in like the netting, the, the little cover up and shit like that. And nobody's looking at you crazy. Um, Ilios, fantastic fish. Uh, we did a group dinner. It was maybe two, four, maybe six of us, five or six of us. That food was fantastic. I got a grilled fish. I love seafood, especially if I'm staying someplace by the water, I'm always going to order um, seafood. Ilios, delicious, great service. Um, they, they took very, they took nice care of us. They took good care of us. I enjoyed that. We also went to a spot called Potai. Who would have thought that I would get authentic Thai food in Mexico? It was so fucking good. And I was put onto that spot by my homegirl, Missy. Hey, Marissa. So I didn't write down what episode, um, Missy was in, but I will drop that into the description box as well. 
but I had her as a guest also. And we talked about her move out to Playa and she unfortunately will be ending her time in Playa sometime within the next year, I want to say. And so we're going to do another follow-up visit. And I got to say that I love having friends that are local to some of the places that I visit because they will put you onto all of the non-touristy places. And it, was such a relief because I, so we stayed on fifth Avenue. I'll get to the, um, Airbnb at a later point. And we stayed on a very, very busy strip, like the busiest strip. And we were right in the heart of it. Thankfully, once we got behind that door, you had no fucking clue. That's where we were. But The next main street over, like if you're walking down the main street, turn down a block to the left and the next main street actually felt like a community. It was still a main street, but not full of the and people trying to pull you in. Hey friend, you want this? Or hey friend, oh, marijuana, marijuana, Mary Jane, trying to sell weed on the street and just all kinds of wild shit. So that main strip where it's basically you're walking um, uh, Times Square, if you're familiar with it. Everyone has a picture of what Times Square is. That's exactly what that felt like, right? So that was Fifth Avenue. And I want to say the next avenue over was 10th. I think they go by fives and then the street sign, I think the avenues and then the streets go by twos. I don't know. I had no desire to commit the grid system to memory because um, I don't need to. But we had Thai food at Potai fan-fucking-tastic food. I mean, the food was delicious. And I am very hesitant with Thai because I personally do not like peanut in my food. I don't dislike, I will eat peanuts. They have to be roasted and slightly salted. Um, Actually, I used to really enjoy raw peanuts, but even like the raw peanuts, they also have to be, like the ones that you have to crack, I know that they're not technically raw, like they're still roasted. I think I'm pretty certain they are, but I used to eat them with my grandpa. And that was actually a pastime that I haven't thought about in a while until I just mentioned that. So that was really sweet, but, um, I don't like peanut in my food and I'm not too big on peanuts period. Like when I, I'm very particular about my peanut butter. I don't want peanutty peanut butter. I want my peanut butter to taste like peanuts, but not too much like peanuts. It's my thing. I stand by it. It is what it is. So I was very pleased that, cause in my mind, even when I, I think one time I ordered Thai and I asked for no peanuts and it still tasted very peanutty. I did not enjoy myself. It, it, I've had memories of past experiences that didn't go well. So I was a little hesitant about this time, but I'm so glad I followed through and went because the food was fantastic. And shout out to our, Serbia, our server, Antonio, who was a dream. Super, super funny. And my homegirl had been there multiple times. Like she was a regular there. So I'm sure that there was some level of familiarity with her that extended itself to my partner and my partner and I as we joined her for a meal. So um, Antonio, if you ever find this episode, thank you so very much for your service. The food was indeed fantastic, as you said. And I would absolutely recommend that anybody go visit. Um, the other place that we went to is La Vaca Gaucha. Uh, again, right on fifth. I don't remember. Oh, we ended up there because Los Aguachiles was closing the kitchen. Um, the food was great. Service was great. I ended up getting the grilled octopus, mad good. Um, highly recommend. And then we also went to Aldea Corazon. Now, 
I don't know if the name of the restaurant is the same, but we ate there last year also. We actually went there for breakfast this time and the breakfast was delicious. It is set, like the restaurant is basically in the jungle, if you will. Trees everywhere. It's one thing that I got to say that I really appreciated about this area that we were in is that a lot of the, at least on one end of the street, um, a lot of the properties built themselves, well, were built around the existing greenery. So there are trees and, you know, I guess cenotes uh, or smaller cenotes. I don't know if like the smaller areas are considered cenotes or if there's just, I don't really know what the proper terminology of it is, but lush greenery inside. You feel as if you're actually sitting outside, but you're in the restaurant. Um, Loved it. Food was good service was good. We actually went for coffee one morning. Uh, we had gotten there and by morning it was actually noon. We had gotten there too late for breakfast, but I had to have coffee. Like I was losing my shit. I, I just needed a cup of coffee. So we had done that one day and then we revisited the next day for breakfast, which I very much so enjoyed. I tried a traditional Mexican breakfast. I'm not very big on sauce, but this had a green and a red sauce. I enjoyed it. That was good. Uh, we also ate at Harry's again. So my partner and I celebrated our anniversary. Um, and we went, the two of us, to a really special dinner. Shout out to Harry's. Um, they asked when you're coming in, you know, are you guys celebrating anything? And we said, yes, we're celebrating our anniversary. And they actually came, took a picture of us. Gave us the picture for free in a beautiful, like little folded card. It was adorable. And a lot of places will charge you for the picture that they voluntarily take of you. So I very much so appreciate it that they just gave us the picture for free. Um, That was an additional kind touch. Again, with the cotton candy at the end was nice. We got oysters again. This time, the presentation, they did bring it out with dry ice, but it wasn't as much of a production as the last time. Um, so the first time wowed us, I mean, blew our fucking brains off of our necks. And I was very excited to go back again. Now the food was still top tier. This time I made sure to order myself a steak. Y'all, I spent a hundred and like $11 on nine ounces of steak. I've never done that before, but I said, we are celebrating tonight and I would never order anything that expensive with anyone else paying, but this was my treat. So I said, baby, I'm getting the big girl meal and that bitch was so good. I didn't even finish it. So I was a little heated about that, but I ended up eating it all the next morning before we left. But that steak was so good. I sent a picture to my dad and he was like, what is that? A sample? Um, I don't remember if I told him how much it was, but I was so proud of my um, steak choice and he kind of played me. <laughs> I was, it's not the response I was expecting, but um, it was so good. It was literally just the steak and like a roasted pepper on the plate for such an obscenely high amount. But I'm certain that that all went into the animal. It was delicious. The food was great. I was a little disappointed about the presentation of the oysters. Um, the 
dry ice presentation was not the way it was before. And I was really excited to see that again. Not going to hold you. Um, if we had five waiters, assistant managers, hostesses come speak to us, four of them were 12 out of 10. One of them was kind of giving like a six out of 10. Um, and it kind of dampened the experience a little bit, but otherwise excellent, excellent food, fantastic service. The entire ambiance is a good time. It's a beautiful fucking restaurant. Totally enjoyed ourselves there. Those are the different places that we actually went to and spent money with. Um, the remainder of the trip was on Mark and Nicole, which was a great time. Baby, the margaritas did not stop. All the tequila, all the mezcal. I actually love mezcal. I remember the first time, I, th- I think I remember the first time I had mezcal. Shout out to my homie Bart. Um, he and his beautiful wife, um, Chanel, they actually just got married this last year in September or October. So congrats to them. But I remember for a birthday barbecue, I had Bart bought Mezcal. And I remember by the end of the night, everybody was on their way out and Bart was about to take that bottle back. And I was like, baby, no backseas. You bring a bottle, you leave a bottle. And it was a bottle of Mezcal. And I remember after I actually tasted it, I was like, oh, this nigga could have kept the bottle. The bottle, like, I don't like this. And so it took me so long to go back to that bottle of freaking mezcal. And I kind of had to grow into it. And I think I started enjoying it more in, of course, mixed drinks because you can't just do like mezcal and like Coke. You know, that doesn't, that's, that's not what you want to do with it. But the mezcal and these margaritas this week, duh fucking licious. So very good. And it felt like we're in Mexico. We are in source. Tequila, mezcal, even their bottom shelf is going to be better than the bottom. It's going to be better than any of the shit I can get at home for the cheap. So whatever they are giving me, keep running it up. And I don't even really drink that much. I don't know. I'm seeing that it could be a side effect of having had COVID in the past, or if it is just my age, I don't know. I just don't tolerate alcohol the same anymore. So I am not really a heavy drinker. Um, I can go out and have one drink for the night and be straight. Um, And by straight, I don't mean like buzzed or tipsy but just not have a desire for anything more. Um, two drinks, I'm good. But this this wedding, I'll take another one, thanks. I'll take another one, thanks. Um, so very, very happy with the drink selections. Um, and we could, of course, get anything else we wanted, but I had no desire for anything else. I don't think too many other people really ordered anything. I'm trying to think of if anybody was actually drinking dark liquor, and I cannot recall if anyone did. Um, the wedding food was fantastic. They actually had a welcome dinner on Friday and then the wedding was on Saturday. The welcome dinner, so bomb. It was right off the beach and they had like um, a taco buffet and the food was so fucking good. Again, endless margaritas, music. We had such a good time. Like we had such a good time. It was like a mini wedding party before the actual wedding and the party. So very, um, very happy with everything. I, Mark and Nicole, thank you so much for taking such great care of us. Um, 
So we also did over the week another tequila tasting. Shout out to Aaron. We found him again. I feel like this man sleeps there. He, (laughs) Aaron was there again. So ran into him. We told him we actually brought um, boyfriend's brother with us to the alcohol taking tasting. We, Aaron, God bless. Aaron blessed us. I'm actually going to have Aaron on an episode. We tried so hard to get content out there, like record an episode in the um, tequila room, if you will. So, you know, where we were doing the tastings and it was just in terms of us not having things to do. We had Aaron availed himself and absolutely welcomed us in there. And I appreciate you again, Aaron, for that. Unfortunately, we just had a lot of different things going on that we couldn't necessarily get back there with a fair amount of time that wouldn't feel like we were being um, rushed through the process. So unfortunately it won't be, the episode won't be live and on the this on site, if you will, but I will have Aaron on an episode. He's got a wealth of information about mezcal and tequila. And without going into too much detail um, now, because he will do it for us and do it way better than I will. But baby, he took such good care of us yet again. I, of course, Taurus Moon have such expensive taste because my palate did not respond to anything I don't think that costs less than like $200 a bottle. You can, you are getting what you pay for. It tastes so much better. Um, we drank ancestral mezcal. I mean, mezcal from 50 year aged agave plants, all of the options. I, incredible experience 15 out of 10 highly recommend and it's all at no cost you go and he gives you a sampling of the wealth of tequilas that he has in there while telling you their stories and it is such an incredible experience that i absolutely wanted you guys to enjoy the experience with unfortunately it couldn't be live but it will be with aaron to discuss and talk about the different spirits um it, it was such an incredible, I, I, again, highly, highly recommend. Um, what else did I have on here that I wanted to get into? Shout out to my homegirl, Denise. Um, so I have two friends that live out there. Denise was also in an episode. I will put her episode in the description box below. She moved out there. I want to say around COVID also and decided to stay. Um, It was so good to see her. I haven't, like, when I tell y'all, I love my girls and I hadn't seen them since before pandemic, but also like before, not, I don't even like saying before the pandemic because I don't necessarily feel like we're out of the pandemic, but before quarantine, but I haven't seen the girls since tonight. I probably haven't seen since 2018, 2019. Shit, Missy, I don't think I saw her. Same, 2019 probably. So it has been a while. It I, it just felt so good to hold them and to see them. They're doing so well. They're so beautiful. And um, I really enjoyed staying um, in an area that I'd be able to see them also. We stayed, speaking of the area we stayed in, we stayed in a gorgeous Airbnb. 
it was immediately on fifth in the mix of everything. We stayed directly across the street from Victoria's Secret and the restaurant uh, Ilios that I had mentioned. And as soon as you put the little code in and pushed open that little bamboo door and closed it behind you, you totally forgot where the fuck you were. Again, they built around all the vegetation. Like there are trees. Again, part of that, uh, we weren't staying too far from, where did I write the name? Aldea Corazon. So it's probably the same jungle system, forest system, where there are tons of different plants and trees and stuff all in the, it was like a mini community, like a condominium. But the outside space felt part of the inside space, if that makes sense. So where we stayed, our immediate room, the Airbnb that we rented was a, uh, a studio apartment with a Murphy bed that, you know, folded into the wall if you wanted that option, but we just left it down and out. But there were no trees and vegetation in the actual Airbnb, but surrounding the condominium. And I, tried to take a video. I am learning about myself that I am more in my experience than I am wanting to take photos and videos. Um, I've got some, I got to figure out a way, a spiel, a special D way that, um, gives you what I have. Cause I don't want to leave you out of the experience, but I'd rather experience it and have something meaningful to tell you about as opposed to just, you know, getting pictures and video and it being pretty aesthetically. Um, there is value in that. I just don't think that's me. Um, it's more, um, that it's more than I really want to commit to in terms of like additional content. Right. So, um, the Airbnb, you can hear all of the, don't get me wrong because it was loud as fuck, but I am from New York and I am also a very heavy sleeper. So I can sleep through whatever did not bother me at all. Um, the only critique of the Airbnb two critiques. One, there was like some scheduled water outage. It only lasted an hour, but it was only our first full day on that Thursday. So it kind of set us back. We had gotten up by like eight or nine o'clock, but we also had just not slept the night before, flew in, ran around, and then maybe had like, I think we went to bed at like two or something like that in the morning. So we'd basically been up for like almost 24 hours with those intermittent naps from the airplane. So by the next day we had got, we were awake by like nine, eight o'clock in the morning, but we obviously didn't get out the bed. So by the time we were trying to make moves to get out of the Airbnb, the water had been turned off. And I think that that was around like 11 or 12 o'clock. So that put a cramp in the day because it kind of held us back from, that was the day we wanted to go try to see Aaron earlier. And unfortunately we had no water. So there were, you know, things that came like something like that. And it only lasts an hour, but it's like, if it was scheduled, I would have preferred we get a little update, a little, Hey, heads up. Um, and I get that you may assume that by that time of day, maybe people are out and about already. So it may not have been necessary to say anything, but, um, that was just one little thing that just, oof, annoying. Um, the other thing was there were no nets and by nets, like there was no screen, um, on any of the, we had a, and mind you, 
I feel like this was like a new, newer build or a newer remodeled or renovated place. Because when I tell you like, sir, like the place was clean, the place was clean. My only critique was like the bathroom sink had some stuff that could have probably been a little better worked out, but everything else, when I tell you was clean, baby, when I walked in, I smelt the bleach. I smelt it and I appreciated it. That's how I like to walk into a place. But like even the door frames of the balcony, because we had a beautiful balcony with a hammock and the trees were just like placed at, like not placed because it's like the place was built around the trees, but the, the trees and the large leaves and everything gave just a little bit of privacy from the other units that you could see through the back space. Um, while still allowing in for a lot of light. Only critique is that because there was no like screen door or like a drop net or something, we couldn't leave the door open. So all the stone of the apartment kind of lent itself to the apartment kind of feeling a little damp or a little moist. Well, not moldy though, not nasty. It's just kind of like when you get in the bed and it's like the sheets aren't really cold, but they kind of feel cold because they might feel a little moist and a weird, it was kind of like a weird thing. But other than that, perfection. The bed was actually surprisingly more comfortable than I expected it to be. Comfortable couch, nice space, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Um, so that was the Airbnb. Oh, I feel like I was attacked by birds. So we went, so the property where the wedding was, was at the Hyatt. We couldn't afford to stay at the Hyatt. They wanted a bit too much for the time that we were going to be there. We ended up booking like the week of Airbnbs for roughly what the cost of a night at the Hyatt was going to be. I think we only spent like three to, I don't know, boyfriend paid for it. I, I think it was like, it wasn't more than four or five hundred dollars for the Wednesday to we checked in Wednesday and we checked out on Monday. Total Airbnb space, entire space to ourselves. Great fucking experience. Um, very economical with an outside with an outdoor space. We were literally a 12 minute walk from the property, the Hyatt. Um, so we had gone when we first arrived to the Hyatt because we arrived around the same time as my boyfriend's brother. So we all rode the ADO bus from the airport to the Hyatt because it was too soon for us to check into the Airbnb. However, even if we couldn't check into his room yet, we'd be able to leave our bags with them and, you know, figure out something to do until we could check in. So we ended up being able to check into his room. He checks in. We go upstairs with them, drop our bags off there because we were just going to get something to eat to kill some time. Plus, niggas was hungry. So we get there and we're, oh, this is nice. Because, of course, he got the suite. And we're walking around in this beautiful room. And we're ex- we're out on the balcony. And we're just kind of chilling and looking out at the ocean and the different pools. And out the corner of my eye, like, there's like, I see a huge bird coming by. I don't, I was not expecting it to come directly at me. The bird, we locked eyes. The bird, we locked fucking eyes. He's, we made contact. And he had this huge fucking beak. And I personally, 
I'm a little disappointed in myself. I don't feel like I responded as quickly as I should have responded. But baby, I was not expecting the bird to come right at me. But that bitch came right at me. And then I think he also got scared after we made fucking eye contact. Because the bitch ended up just like running into the balcony. Like they had a like the the railing, if you will, for the balcony was glass. So all I saw was it like full wingspan come chest first into the balcony as I'm fucking turning to book it. Thankfully, but maybe not so thankfully, there was a table on the balcony. So I got cut off right at the middle because I ran straight the fuck into the table. But I'd rather run into that table than run through the glass door. Um, So that was that. Ran And the bird ran into the balcony and just fell. Like it uh, apparently... According to boyfriend, it, it bit the, like it ate it, like, and it ah, fell off into the sky someplace. I don't fucking know. Um, because I was trying to get inside to safety. Um, so that was the first bird. We get to our Airbnb and there's a bird on, um, on our balcony, which is cool, but it's like, he was like a little pigeon. So it was way less aggressive and I'm not afraid of birds, but I'm also, I don't fuck with wild animals cause it's it's none of my business and so the bird is on our balcony and he was missing a foot like not missing a foot but like you know how birds have like that like the three prong thing he only had one on his left foot and then the other one was fine and it was just like he kept cocking his head to the side and turning but like again he was looking right at us so I feel like he was used to people that would feed him so he was not afraid he kept coming back I feel like at least once a day, we would see him on that balcony. If not every day, at least half of the days. I named him Gary. Gary pulled up and we knew it was Gary because he only had the one toe on the one foot. Um, There was another day where Gary had a friend and they weren't afraid of us because I had a towel laying out there to dry. And I was like, I just want to bring my towel in just so that they don't sit on my towel or like shit on the towel or whatever. And I wasn't going to go out there and go get them because I'm like, clearly the birds out here and I might not be too good. And so boyfriend was trying to like, oh, yeah, you probably just shoo them away and they'll go. And so he did the shoe. And they didn't go anywhere. And so he's doing it again. And they kind of just like got up and just went someplace else on the balcony still. So it was kind of like, a, mm, you got it. I'm good. This Totally, you're totally right. This is your place, not mine. Um, so the birds were way more aggressive than I was expecting, but um, respect. So very much so enjoyed Mexico. I had a fan fucking tastic time. I um would absolutely visit again. I would absolutely stay at the same air. If I found myself in Playa again for whatever reason, I would absolutely stay at that Airbnb again. One because it gives you relatively easy access. It's about a 10, 12 minute uh, walk from the ADO terminal. So you can get straight in from the airport with ease. I think the ticket might be like $12 a person. I don't remember. Boyfriend paid for those. Very easily accessible. Direct shot. Um, And again, everything that you could need is at the ready access. So that is convenient. However, it does require a little bit more to feel as if you're getting a more authentic experience. Um, and I would be more interested in doing that a more, um, authentic experience, if you will, of a community or a location, as opposed to being in the middle of the tourism's heart. Um, oh, shout out to Leon, the friendliest, um, 
wait staff at the hotel. I will say that everybody at that Hyatt property was such a sweet person. Like everybody was so fucking chill, especially Leon. And there was a young lady with the most gorgeous smile. She was adorable with glasses. I don't know your name, but somehow, um, Leon, if you hear this, please tell her she was such a sweetheart. Like everybody was so kind. Um, just smiles. Cause a lot of times people will be nice, but then like, they don't smile. Um, and I get it like you're at work, so it's not, you don't take it personal. Right. But it just, it just hits different. It feels different when people just seem like they, they, you can feel their kindness in their service. You know, um, I work a customer service job and I know that I try to also be pleasant when I'm helping people. Um, because I know that those little differences matter. And I also understand as someone that works customer service, that that doesn't always happen, that that's not always possible because as the person providing the service, you are also human and people are humanly and sometimes inhumanely acting or interacting with you. So I personally try to be as kind and helpful and polite to people um, that are performing a service for me because as someone who does also, I like to um, extend that courtesy and that respect because it is deserved. Um, mm, respect and deserving. I can see that being um, an iffy topic, but because it shouldn't lack because of the nature of the interaction. That's probably a better representation of what I mean. I try to show said um, respect because I don't feel that it should lack there. I think that it should be led that way. And if I'm given a reason why I can redact that or reduce that, that's a different story. Um, please be kind to your wait staff people. Please be kind um, to the people that are helping you when you are anywhere in the world, whether it's vacation or not. Respect to your um, customer service employees out there. Uh, so highly uh, enjoyed Mexico. That is the Mexico review. And I was going to dive into, um, cause you guys remember I said that I was going to do a comparison of the, um, the redo episodes, but I will save that for another episode because this is, we, we don't need to do an hour and 20 minutes. We don't have to compact the two. I will save the redo episode review for the next redo episode where I will point out some of the things that stayed the same and some of the things that changed. I got to say, I'm enjoying this. I said there was a lesson to be learned in it, and I don't know that I figured out the lesson, but it's working its way out. I'm seeing some of the... Um, I'm seeing some of the... Oh, this is another... I love a good um, reusable note paper here, but I'm seeing some of the things that I mentioned differently in the two different episodes. And um, it ended up being a really dope set of like tips and information and interesting shit. So definitely check out episode 40. As well as I think this would be episode 260 something, maybe like 267 or 266. It's the episode prior. So the episode prior to this one and episode 40, if you are catching up or new, 
I am going to be redoing some of the episodes from the first year of the podcast to see how I have changed, developed, improved, adjusted over the course of my five years of doing travel and shit, travel and shit. I want to know if I, I don't want to say I want to know. I know I'm a different person, but I want to see what has changed. And I feel like there is a lesson in the differences. Um, so I will save that um, recap for another episode and I will see you guys next week. I'm actually really excited to dive into that because I was also excited to do the redo. Um, That's fun for me. I hope you guys are enjoying that as well. I would love to hear if you guys have visited Mexico, if there are other places that you would want to visit or where your favorite places to visit, because I am absolutely wanting to go back. I enjoy Mexico but I want to explore more than just Playa. I've been twice just to the same place and literally on like the same strip of street. So I definitely want to expand. I don't know if I would be, I know Puerto Morales, that's where I was looking to stay the first time, but then we ended up linking with Mark and Nicole and became like a wedding kind of prep and then like a wedding uh, trip. Puerto Morales is um, very tempting as well. And thanks to... um, Gabby Beckford, Miss Pax Light, she had recommended Puerto Morales, and that's why that's on my radar. Um, as well, I know boyfriend's done, I think, Cancun and may have done Cozumel before. I've never done anywhere else. So I'm really excited to um check those places out. But um travel is so much more than vacation. Shout out to the really dope, incredible people that I met along the way, like Leon from the Hyatt from the Hyatt, from the Hyatt, um, shout out to you and to, um, Antonio from the Thai spot to Aaron from the tequila tasting room. Um, talk to the people that you run into, talk to the people that, um, are helping you in different places. Um, you'd be, you'd be surprised what you learn. Travel is so much more than vacation. There are actually people like you out and about And there is something that can be learned from anyone if you ask the right questions. Avail yourself to those opportunities and I'll be back next week to talk about them again. Bye y'all.